Getting ready for the weekend. Yes, we will preview tomorrow night's Caps-Bolts game. And also, we're going to hit the farm. Talk about the Hershey Bears with Zach Fish, the play-by-play broadcaster for the Bears on Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Capitals. I am your host, as always, the insider to the insiders, Tyler Cool, here on this Friday, October the 15th edition of Locked On Caps, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We have a cool interview coming up here in just a little bit. Also, like we had mentioned, folks, we'll preview tomorrow night's game between the Lightning, the defending Stanley Cup champs, and the Washington Capitals here on this Friday, this Friends Fun Friday, if you will, here on Locked On Caps. As always, thank you very much for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today and every day, free and available on all platforms. And here on this Friday edition, we're going to start off hitting the farm, if you will, for the Washington Capitals. We're going to go to their American League affiliate over in Hershey. We are now joined now by the voice of the Bears, of the Chocolate and White, going into now his sixth season with the team. Zach Fish. Zach, how are we doing today, sir? Good to get a chance to be with you and chat hockey. And yeah, the final preparations for game number one are going on now. And hard to believe 594 days since we opened our building here in Chocolate Town, USA, up to uh, a full capacity crowd. And we'll be doing that tomorrow. Um, can't wait to get back at it and hear the roar of the crowd when the Bears score that first goal. And really excited to get it going. I think we have a really good team this year as well. It's so good to be back in the American League. I myself, yeah, I live in Grand Rapids, so I, I'm well-versed in the minor league hockey scene, if you will. I got to ask you, though, Zach, because I've heard stories from other broadcasters around the league. We talked a little bit of off-air about uh, talking with Joy Batania, who covered for the Griffins. Obviously, you know Bob Kayser well from your youth, Todd Crocker as well. Last year was just a weird year to be a broadcaster, eh? Oh, completely. I mean, for me, it was it was a different year in so many ways. Look, I'm thankful we had hockey 100 percent. You know, that was just my sanctuary there out of getting out of everything and everything that we had to do was worth it to be able to have some games, even though there was no Calder Cup. That was the big difference. There's no carrot dangling there for the team to try to chase. And that's why you play. You play to win a championship. Um, And we didn't have that option last year. The Bears had a great team, finished best in the league, won the regular season title, McGregor Kilpatrick trophy. But there was no Calder Cup playoffs. So it was different. We only played three teams here in Hershey, Wilkes-Barre, Lehigh Valley, and Binghamton, who were playing out of Newark, New Jersey. There were no overnight stays in hotels. So many restrictions that we had to follow. So um, the the hockey almost was secondary uh, behind health and doing all those things. It was great. We got 33 of the 36 games that we hoped to get in. Um, The three that we missed were not because of COVID issues with the Bears. Hershey didn't miss any games and only one practice because of COVID issues with the team. So everyone was able to stay healthy. A lot of guys took that next step in their development and got valuable professional hockey experience. But yeah, when you're not playing for the playoffs, you're not playing for jockeying for position and, and that fight to get in, it it makes things completely different. But uh, much more back to normal, while nothing will ever be normal with all the lives we've lost and we're still in this pandemic, um, much more back to at least uh, the new normal of what we can expect with the schedule and everything going very similar to what it would normally be this year. 
Yeah. How, how much is it back to normal? Because I know some, it's still, I don't say a little bit the same as last year. We talked with John Walton of the caps earlier this week, and he said he's going to stick it, stick it at the road or stick it home on the road when the caps hit, at least for the first few months. I know that wasn't the same kind of leisure for American league teams, mainly because the technology isn't quite there to be doing remote broadcast for some, how are you, are you fully back to normal? Is the team kind of just the way they're operating back to normal or are there still some precautions that American league clubs have to kind of face? There's certainly still some precautions and they mirror the national hockey league because so many players are going up and down on a regular basis between the NHL and the AHL. And the majority of our roster are Washington capitals players that are in their property. Uh, so we need to follow similar guidelines. So there are no discrepancies when they come from Hershey to Washington. So very similar to what the NHL is. Um, the players still do have to follow guidelines of testing fairly regularly, but as long as you're vaccinated, things are similar to normal. Um, there are some certain situations with the, testing like i mentioned with you know making sure that you take extra precautions there'll be no unfortunate uh handshake lines or fist bumps with fans or community appearances this year um in-person media you know as far as in the building is allowed uh, but there are some precautions that you have to take but it's much closer to normal where the players are able to be in their dressing room. Um, we had like four dressing rooms last year for the guys that would be spread out six feet apart and socially distanced. And uh, it was just very, very different. Um, no team meetings last year, except for virtual. They're able to get in a setting right now, as long as everyone's vaccinated. So it's uh much better as far as that goes, but we're still taking precautions. We're still making sure the guys are, are washing their hands, wearing their masks where, where they need to be. Um, just because in a team atmosphere, all it takes is one, one breakthrough case. Um, and next thing you know, you're, you're having to worry about moving schedule around and stuff like that and dealing with a potential outbreak. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen, but uh, there are still some precautions for not only the fans, but the players as well. Uh, but it is definitely dialed down a lot from where we were a few months ago. And, that, and that's obviously, I think, the big part with this team, especially like we talked about fans being back is such a huge thing as well, close to full capacity. And, and it just makes it more fun. Now, let's get to a little bit of the team here, because I myself, I have for, for about a good 12 hours, Zach, I was excited to see Connor McMichael in a Hershey Bears jersey. And then he got called back <laughs> up right after that. I don't think he even left Washington, let's be honest. But look at some of these other players here. One guy that, for some reason, it just keeps sticking out at me. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit of a major junior junkie in Canada. I've always liked Alexei Protest. When he was in Prince Albert with the Raiders, that year that they had that historical start, unfortunately just kind of didn't pan out in the playoffs, he was one of the big offensive weapons. How important do you think he's going to be, not just for the Bears team, but maybe the Capitals down the line? Well, yeah, he's a guy that they're excited about, and rightfully so. He had a good year as a youngster in the KHL, going and playing in the pandemic in the Continental Hockey League and gaining experience as a young player and putting up points as a young player, which is very hard to do in that league over there. Then he comes right into the American Hockey League, and he's quickly started to shift his game. Smaller ice, um, not as much time to make decisions. You know, a lot of people say, oh, the KHL is the second best hockey league in the world. Look, I've seen guys that have been superstars in the KHL come over to the American Hockey League and do nothing. 
Sergei Shumakov is one of them. Remember when everyone was excited about him coming to the National Hockey League and he's going to be on the Caps. He's Kuznetsov's buddy. Unfortunately, yeah. it didn't work out. He, he struggled at the American League level. It's just a different style game. I think the American League game gets you ready for the National Hockey League. And I think it is a very difficult league to play in that has a lot of talent. So in Protus's case, there is an adjustment period there. He's got to continue to work on his skating. He's got to continue to work on his stride and being able to be strong on pucks. He's a big guy. And if he protects the puck well he can use that uh to his is an asset but what i like from him is he's good with the puck um he and brett leeson have unbelievable chemistry dating back to the aforementioned prince albert days and that i think really has made him comfortable so now that he's going to be here for a full year in north america a full year in hershey i think he'll flourish and i think he's going to get a good opportunities for the organization likely centering probably the third line and maybe he'll move up once the season gets started the way they roll lines in Hershey here, you're going to get plenty of ice time, no matter which line you're on. You know, they do believe in rolling all four lines uh, as much as possible. I think he'll get some power play time too. So I like his game. Um, I like the improvement that I've seen from his game from game one uh, to his final game in Hershey. And he's had a good preseason, had a goal in the bears preseason game uh, early this week on Wednesday in Lehigh Valley with a great wrist shot. So I think his size his ability um, to dictate the play uh, with his frame are going to be something that could take him to the next level. And I know the Caps brass was impressed with this KHL season. So now the challenge is to put together a really good body of work um, and, and spend the year in Hershey in the American league and play the game this way and get yourself poised for a call up. Because let's be honest. I mean, with Nicholas Backstrom being out for still a few weeks at this point on LTIR, and there's obviously going to be injuries back to a full 82 game season this year. So there may be an opportunity. You mentioned Brett Leeson. Brett Leeson went undrafted in his first year of eligibility, has a great year in year two, goes to play for Team Canada in the World Junior Championship. The Caps pick him up. And you mentioned his chemistry with protests, which is going to be great. But what else does he bring to the table that, you know, as a guy that's been overlooked in the past by lower levels of hockey, what do you think that he possesses that could give him a possibility of one day getting a call up to the show? Well, you mentioned him being a late bloomer and just taking his time to develop, but I think that's going to be true at the professional level. You know, rookie season, the numbers didn't light the world on fire, but he took a big step last year. Now, he wasn't playing the greatest competition night in and night out. He had a lot of success for his Binghamton um, that was not a very good club at all. The Bears dominated them. But to me, it doesn't matter uh, because he did a lot of things in his game well where he was harder on pucks. He used his frame to protect them. He put his shoulder down and charged the net, attacked the goal, and wasn't nearly as tentative in a lot of different areas and started to use his size to his advantage. We know he's a gifted scorer. He showed that in the major junior ranks, but we know it took him a little bit of time to find his game and develop that. And I think that's going to be the same in the American Hockey League. And he, he went up to nine goals last year from three the year prior. He showed a scoring touch. Uh, I think he's got a wrist shot that can elude goaltenders a little bit. And a good nose for the net. Um, got some net front time on the power play last year. Uh, see where he slots in this time around, probably on power play number two. But I like his game. I like the steps that he's taken. For me, there's several question marks on the Bears. They took the, the next step last year. Can they take an even bigger step and make themselves on the cusp of NHL players? And you know, while they haven't been full season, seasons either at least since two years that third year in your entry-level contract is absolutely critical and can really make or break you as a player and I think Leeson's up to the challenge um, to take that big leap you know to get himself in contention and we saw it last year the Caps rewarded him he was a black ace in their very brief playoff run he was one of the few guys that they called up as a black ace that just shows me that they are very happy with his progress and now it's up to him to take that next step 
you you talk about guys that are trying to work their way up and obviously skill can take them so far, but having guys there that can show them the ropes are important in grand Rapids. We had Jeff Hogan. Uh, you go down other levels. I mean, I know San Diego has always had a couple of veteran players as well. Shoot the year. I remember the Marlies made the Calder cup in 2012. They had a guy like Mike Zygamanis leading the team in scoring, but in terms of development though, you need, like I mentioned, older guys that had kind of been there, kind of done that, that know a thing or two. Matt Molson, the captain of this team, is almost like a blessing because he'd been in the NHL for so many years. Now, obviously, taking a lesser role here. How important is he on this roster in the development of guys like Protoss, like Leeson, and guys like Pino, and other guys that are trying to make their way onto the National Hockey League team? Well, absolutely critical. And I, I want to say this for, for Caps fans listening. you know, Hershey is in the winning and the development business. There's this old adage out there, and I correct people all the time on it. Well, Hershey's going to play older guys because they just want to win. In the past, it was true. You know, there was times where the Bears would go out, they would get veteran players. They had full control of their roster, despite whoever their affiliate was. Now it's much more of a tandem scenario. While the Bears are still independently owned and operated here, but the Washington Capitals oversee all hockey operations. So no matter what player it is, Matt Molson, Brian Pino, Beck Malenstein, Connor McMichael, an AHL contract like Mason Morelli. The Capitals brass has a hand in absolutely every one of those players being on this club's roster. They know they're here and they're fine with the roles that they're playing. So I just want to say that first and foremost, because we still get people that are like, oh my gosh, why are they playing Matt Molson? And this guy's on the third line. This is terrible for development. Why are they working with Hershey? That's not the way it is. I mean, the, the Caps know that value. Like you said, you said it very well there. The value of having a veteran player like that is huge. And I look at a guy like Cody Clark, another good prospect that's hoping to come into his own. Second round pick, he's dealt with some injuries. Matt Molson has taken a guy like him absolutely under his wing um, and has shown him the ropes of how to be a good professional and has helped teach him what it'll take to be a National Hockey League player. So not only can Matt Molson score, he's still a 20-plus goal scorer in this league and a power play ace, he is huge for the guys in the room. He teaches them what it means to be a pro. He can offer them a lot of guidance, and he has that drive to want to win. Uh, so the winning and development then goes hand in hand. So many guys absolutely rave about what he's done for them, and that's just a thing that you don't see when, when you're looking at a roster from elsewhere or you're maybe sitting up in the crowd, just what goes on in the locker room and how valuable guys like that are. Caps also are in a bit of transition right now as far as the defense goes. There's a few good young prospects down here. You know, uh, Alex Alexiev, uh, Tobias Geiser, and Bobby Nardella, some good young prospects. Um, but then there's some room where there's veteran gap fillers, and you have a few like Molson, and, uh, you know, you bring in Cody Franz and a guy with 550 NHL games of experience. He's going to be absolutely crucial for a guy like Alexiev to show him the ropes as someone that has played in a game seven before. So um, those type of pieces are, are big. Uh, they help you win championships. And ultimately, it makes these guys better pros when they get to the National Hockey League, when they have that guidance. Pretty sure, though, every single Leaf fan wants to forget the game seven that Cody Franson was in. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, did have two goals if you just want to look at the box score. Did oh, trust goals. me. I remember that. That got him a nice little bit of contract, a little bit of cash in his pocket. Unfortunately, it did not work out at all up there in Toronto. Many wish it did. But we'll get back to talking with Zach here in just a minute. But this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. Some of the flavors include coconut, strawberry, orange, German chocolate, and more. 
don't know what the flavor, favorite flavor that you have is, you can get a mixed box. Get two of the each of the nine flavors that they have. They're good and healthy for you as well. 70 to 18 grams of protein, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs as well. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built Bar, the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at built.com to get 15% off your first order. One guy you mentioned, or one guy uh, you kind of, I don't say you left off there, but he's getting sent down to Hershey. And this guy has been through so much. He was seemed like he was going to make the opening night roster, but he's still kind of getting back from injury. Didn't look the greatest in preseason. And that's Michael Kempney. You got to see him last year. Did, did you remember the injury that I'm talking about? The, uh, the freak accident? Yeah, I didn't actually see it live because it was an immediate timeout. Um, but I have seen, um, you know, that it's not a video that's that's out there by any means, but kind of like the closed camera in the building that, that shows the entire ice service. It was just a freak accident um, with him. But, uh, you know, what, what essentially happened is he got run into by an ice scraper cleaning the ice here at immediate timeout. Um, unfortunately, uh, a player had dropped the towel on the ice. He was wiping his face and the ice scraper had, had tripped on the towel and went into Kempney's knee. Completely accidental, a completely freak type of thing. You know, Kempney said it uh, in an interview. He didn't know to laugh or cry. Um, it uh, it was diff- difficult because it was the second game is rehab stint. And it was good to have him back. Right. But yeah, it's uh, it's I know it's been a tough go for him with injuries and you know, he's come down here and just today we were getting him for his media in uh, his headshot, getting ready for this upcoming weekend. Um, and he's a guy that's, you know, on the ice later than everyone in the weight room later than everyone. So he's definitely determined to get back to that level of uh, being a Stanley cup caliber defenseman, like he was with Washington uh, in 2018. And then that unbelievable season he had the year following. Yeah. We, we see the roster that's up in Washington right now. And while the defense is a little bit older and whatnot, they do have Fairbury who's getting a good look here. Do you see this for Kempney as a stint or, you know, get back to full health and then we'll reassess there? What do you think? How do you think the Caps organization is taking the Michael Kempney situation here? I think it's honestly up to Kempney uh, and the salary cap. Those two things right there. Uh, Who who knows what the salary cap is going to be, when and if Backstrom come back. So we don't need to go completely into that because it's something the Capitals are dealing with each and every year. They're called the Capitals and probably for a reason because uh, Don Fishman does an unbelievable job with the salary cap, making sure they're compliant and getting the best out of his team. But, you know, I think Kempney has to play. And and I think the Capitals know that. Laviolette said that. I'm not saying anything earth shattering when you're injured that long. Um, and you're fighting it a little bit in the preseason, you got to come and play. And this is going to be an opportunity for him to be a minute eater here, guide along some young prospects and get his game back to a level that the organization is satisfied with. He's helping Hershey win games and getting himself back to the caliber that he can play at. Injuries are tough to overcome. Achilles injuries, there's several guys in the organization like Malenstein that dealt with them too. Um, Hopefully he can quickly get himself back up to speed. And if he's playing very, very well, Hopefully he'll force the capital's hand um, and then he can work himself back in because everyone in their organization knows what he can bring to the table uh, and everyone knows what he can do when he's healthy and when he can play. Uh, So I think it's up to him to kind of force the organization's hand and come down here and get his game where it needs to be. Um, You know, he does have a contract that pays him a couple million dollars that is difficult to fit under the cap. They do get some relief by sending him down here. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention that, but you know, they're not going to keep a guy down here that is playing exceptionally, exceptionally well that would help their National Hockey League roster. So if he can get back to that level, 
um, you know, he's going to put the, the caps in a spot where they have to make a decision um, if he's able to come back and help out. So for right now, I would say um, it's at least going to be a stint um, to get him to where it needs to be. And whether that takes the full season or that takes two weeks, um, that's up to him a little bit. So the last part here, Zach, before we let you go, before you get ready for tomorrow night's home opener against the Charlotte checkers, the position that I once played many years ago, seems like now uh, the goaltenders, it, it's so weird to see. And I remember I touched on this last week with Phoenix Copley. I, I remember I, I asked what happened, you know, I, I'm like, man, he was at one point backing up Holtby, seeming like he was going to be the, the successor when Holtby either moved on or was traded. But then obviously this rise of Samsonov and Banachek kind of dwindled that off to the side. But now there's also Zach Vukali, who at one point was going to be the successor to Carey Price, the world junior cha- championship goaltender. And but then you also bring in Hunter Shepard here. There's it's a I mean, obviously, it's good to have veteran goaltenders as well. Shepard, obviously, being the youngster of the three. What do you think of the goaltending situation down in Hershey? Yeah, it's a really good spot to be in a position of strength. The Bears won the Harry Hap Holmes Memorial Award is uh, the lowest goals against the average in the AHL last year. And that was a tandem primarily of Copley and Fucali with Shepard getting in three games at the end and going a perfect 3-0. and So if the depth chart shakes out the way that it has right now, if that stays the same and knock on wood, we, we hope it does for the sake of two Bears alumni and, and Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. Um, it's going to be Copley and Fucali here in Hershey as uh, the main two guys. Shepard's still around. We'll see what decision they make on him if they go with the three-headed monster uh, or if they send Shepard down to be the guy in South Carolina waiting in the wings. You know, Copley's on the last year of a three-year $1.1 million contract, make or break year for him um, after not being up in the NHL since that 2018-19 season. Uh, I think he's one of the best goaltenders in the American Hockey League. I know there's some analytical gurus out there um, that'll tell you that his numbers have slipped a little bit in the AHL in the past couple of years, but I watch him night in and night out. I would take him in a game seven situation any day of the week. Um, I've seen him at his best. I've seen him coming back from an injury where he was probably uh, at his lowest point in the American hockey league on a tough bears team uh, coming off a groin tear. Um, And I think he's a great goaltender and I think he can steal you a game. And I still think that he could play in the national hockey league as a, as a number two, goaltender to surprise people he has the determination and work ethic but uh to your point on zach vocali those two make an unbelievable tandem they're really good friends but he's still just 25 years old you mentioned a lot of hype that came around him went into montreal's organization was mishandled there 42 games his first year in the american league as a youngster and then they sent him to echl and um, they tried to change him a little bit. It just, it didn't work out, especially being a guy from that part of the country. A uh, lot of expectations there. He's bounced around. He's finally found an organization in Washington that likes him, that lets him be himself. And he's flourished as a goaltender. Now, 11 games last year, he was masterful. It's a small sample size, but I think he can continue it. I uh, was very good in his two periods of preseason play earlier this week. You know, I think he's a number one goaltender at this level. The Caps right now, it seems probably partially because of salary cap, uh, see him as the number three goaltender at this point. So will his NHL debut come this year? Uh, knock on wood, it's not due to any injuries in Washington, but you know, I think the Bears have one of the best one-two punches in the league. And then Hunter Shepard's right there. He got a two-year NHL deal. Uh, you'd have to think he's waiting in the wings to come into Hershey if there's a roster spot next season uh, and as a call-up option right now. Unbelievably accomplished collegiate goaltender. Uh, he is already 25 years old, so he's an older rookie netminder, but showed last year uh, he's more than capable of playing at this level. Um, it's just going to be the matter of finding him that opening. 
That is so true. I, I remember those two years with the Bulldogs that they were, they were world beaters and they, I still have a, a slight belief that they had a chance to go three in a row that they were, they were that good uh, in 2020 as well. So it's unfortunate he was able to do it there, but it's good to see him getting a shot. I mean, like I said, you may go down to South Carolina, but don't forget people have to remember Peter Morazic started in Toledo. There's a lot of goaltenders yep. that start in the ECHL. So just because they get sent down to the coast, or excuse me, I can't say the coast anymore. It's the ECHL, just that. Um, but that's how it is for some goaltenders. They work their way up and they become NHLers. That's just how it is. You oh, mentioned- yeah, it's a great league. It's a great league for that. And Vitek Vanacek was the goalie when I was down in South Carolina. Now he's 18, a little bit different story at the time. He had uh, you know, Philip Grubauer and the organization ahead of him, but seen some great goaltenders down there, 100%. And, and yeah, it's, uh, that's, that league really develops goaltenders very, very well. Yeah. And you mentioned Fukali. I remember it was a couple of years ago, I was covering games for the K-Wings in the ECA, for the ECHL. And I saw him with the comments. And I remember I texted my brother. I'm like, oh my gosh, remember how good Fukali was? And it's good to see him now the last goaltender cut from the NHL roster in training camp just shows that the Spangler cup legend, Zach Fucali is starting to come back yeah. around, which is awesome to see. He is. And you know what? I think he's found his game and I think he uh, he's improved a ton in the last couple of years and his, his mental mindset and where he's at. Um, he is, he's in a really good spot. I had the pleasure of, uh, I had the pleasure of uh, getting to know him a little bit last year. Um, and he really, I think, is, is where you want him to be right now. And it's great to see the organization sign him a two-year deal, and they got the faith in him as, as a guy that could come up and play if needed. It'll be certainly a fun season with two good goaltenders. We've been chatting up here with the voice of the Hershey Bears of the American Hockey League, affiliate of the Washington Capitals, Zach Fish. Zach, five home games to start off the month of October, five of the first seven. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be great there, Giant Arena, eh? Oh, I can't wait. It's a heck of a spot. Uh, if you haven't been here as a Capitals fan, you got to get here. Um, just a cool, cool place to, to watch a game. You know, we get 9,000 plus fans a game. It's the place to be if you're going to be in the American Hockey League. And a lot of Capitals fans here, too. Um, you know, we see fans rocking the red all the time at the affiliation. So love to ha- have fans out. Uh, HersheyBears.com for all that ticket information. Uh, but uh, looking forward to this season. Hearing our fans roar again. Hopefully it's a long one for both us and the Capitals. Love to play hockey till June. Absolutely. First game tomorrow against the Charlotte Checkers, the new affiliate of different teams, not just the Carolina Hurricanes, not the Hurricanes anymore. They're uh, Florida and Seattle now, correct? I think that's their, yes. their affiliation. Yeah, Seattle yeah, until just- they get that Palm Springs team. Yeah, just for this year. But yeah, it'll be a mismatch of everything, but uh, they will be ready to roll. We're looking forward to Saturday. All right, Zach. Thanks for taking the time, man. Once again, good call. Have a good call tomorrow night, and we'll definitely catch up down the line. And guys, football season is back and better than ever. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. New updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And a huge thank you once again to Zach Fish, the play-by-play voice of the Hershey Bears, for getting us caught up on the Bears, how they're going in the season. We'll definitely check back every so often with him because, come on, guys, we, we got to. We got to keep tabs on the on the young Caps or the Bears. I mean, I, you can't call them the Cubs because the Hershey Cubs are actually a USPHL team, so we, you really can't do that. But 
going to keep tabs on the Bears all season. So when the new kids come up, you're like, oh, I know that guy. That's a pretty good player. Tampa and the current Washington Capitals tomorrow night. I tell you, this is going to be an interesting matchup. People are possibly looking to see Vitek Vanacek getting the start. Some of the same token are saying that you're going to see Ilya Samsonov in net again. I wouldn't be shocked if you see either or. There could be the possibility of seeing Connor McMichael into the lineup. There's a good chance that may happen. No word as of yet. Obviously, you'll wait for the morning skate because typically that's what you see happen for for that type of scenario. You won't when you see the line rushes. That's when you get the idea of who is going to be playing. Because there, like I said, there's a great chance. Well, for example, Ilya Samsonov was going to start. Was going to start. Was going to start. Vitek Vanacek is the first one off the ice. So. I'm looking at left wing lock right now, and as I see what the open night roster or the right now the opening prediction is going to be, they say Ilya Samsonov going against Andre Vasilevsky. Now, according to left wing lock, they actually put a meter on there about which one is more likely to happen. They have like a bar, you know, like a remember the old Mortal Kombat when you're when you're down like the the green is like down to the end. That's how less how more likely you're going to die in a way. Well, the further the orange bar is on this thing, the less likely they are sure that this goaltender is going to start. Until it's confirmed, of course. Everything's projected this far out. But Sam Sonoff could easily get the start tomorrow. We talked a little bit about yesterday about how the the Caps beating the Rangers was a big deal based on the fact that, hey, this team is good. But they beat the Rangers. Now you're going up against Tampa, who is coming off a game against the Red Wings. So maybe a little bit of a tune-up, if you will. I, it's so early for the term statement game, but at the same time, I would not be shocked if the Caps treat this as a pretty big game. Same thing with Sam Sonov. He's going to want to play well, so expect the Caps to come out hard against the defending cup champs at Capital One Arena as well, back still in their home barn, so don't need to worry about that. Other games going on today, or tomorrow, excuse me, for general, the Arizona-Buffalo game is going to happen tomorrow. They bought them feeders. Other games, New York, Florida, Dallas, Boston. That'll be a huge game Saturday night. Toronto and Ottawa, the Battle of Ontario. Tonight, though, only three games on tap across the National Hockey League. Chicago heading up to New Jersey to take on the Devils. Vancouver and Philadelphia, interesting matchup there. And Minnesota traveling over to Cali to take on the Ducks, the pesky Ducks that are, of course, Minnesota Wild trying to show that they can be a top team in that Central Division. So we'll be back obviously on Monday got an interview that we thought we were going to put in there today unfortunately we just had so much fun talking with Zach Fish that we kind of had to push that one until Monday so Monday will be another fun one episode we'll recap the Saturday game and get you set for Tuesday's game as well a little bit for the caps but thank you very much for listening to this Friday friends fun Friday edition of locked on capitals you always make sure that this is your first listen of the day, which makes you awesome. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Show with host Scott Cullen using his decades of fantasy hockey experience to help you get going in your pool and in your league. As always, like this show, free and available on all platforms. Be sure to follow us here at Locked On Capitals at Locked On Caps on Twitter. You can follow me, Tyler Cool, the insider to the insiders at TJKU29 on Twitter and Instagram for useless hockey jargon and fun puppy picks from time to time. Thank you very much once again, folks. Have yourselves a lovely weekend. Rock the red and go Caps.